PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. and gentlemen, welcome to episode 426 of Cinema Crespity, so also day 69 of the Biden occupancy and more black excellence shoved in our faces. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Rush Limbaugh died before he could see uh, the awesome costuming of coming to America. Drusa Cogman, how you doing? Doing. Uh, got a lot to talk about here, a decent amount of my own media diet, I don't know about you, but... Uh, I did confirm seconds ago that you did see Coming to America. Yes, you just, watched it. Just came out. Just finished it. Oh, just watched it. Nice, <laughs> fresh, fresh off it. Well, then, great. Give me the. Uh, I watched it Thursday night. They plopped, okay. they plopped it slightly early. Yeah. Uh, give me your first impressions, your initial gut reaction. I mean, it's all right. Just all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I, I I get what it is. At least at least they got the title correct. They, coming to America. Coming to, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's not like coming to America forever. Yeah, to or some shit. <laughs> uh-huh. That's true. No, they, they did it right. That's very true. <laughs> so I saw a TikTok thing that pointed out there's a Netflix show called Seaspiracy, and how come it's not called Conspiracy? Seriously, right? <laughs> right? How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Yeah. It must be a, a copyright issue. So, um, yeah, I thought you know what? That's, I think the thing is, I did go into it. Expecting like, oh, this is not going to be. They're going to rely heavily on nostalgia. It's not going to be. It's going to be maybe sad even to see some of this shit. You know, that's what I was afraid of. I mean, they 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 definitely relied heavily on nostalgia. Absolutely. Ah, but uh, I mean, but I thought it was going to be cringy. The the new additions were fine. Yeah. Seeing uh, seeing Eddie Murphy put on the costumes of all the crazy people was actually probably that. And uh, Wesley Snipes probably the two best parts of the movie. Wesley Snipes was fantastic, killed it. Yes, uh, he, I felt like he was the only one who felt like he, I felt like he was the only one who knew what movie he was in. Right, exactly. Like, like everyone else was taking it a little too seriously, and he was like, "No, guys, this is this is absurd." But also, like during his scenes, I was like, "Is this movie a satire? Like, are they pushing this?" Or satire? is it? But, it, but it's not at all, though. No, but it, his scenes are like his scenes almost should have like musical numbers behind them because there's 100%. way more dancing or and way more like flaunting. And yes, like, I mean he, it's every, he's, every, a, he's a warlord with a dance troupe that follows him around, and every, <laughs> and every entrance is a grand one yeah. that involves like sliding or sidestepping uh-huh. or a, a lot of uh, a lot of cheesing. Yeah, <laughs> Wesley Snipes is pretty great <laughs> in this. He's pretty fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh, which would make this between this and um, what was the name? My name is my name is Dolomite. The other yeah. uh, Netflix movie was that a Netflix movie? Uh, it's like two movies that Wesley Snipes just like steals the show, takes it away from everyone else yeah. uh, in his little bits. He's so and they're good. both Eddie Murphy movies. And they're both Eddie Murphy movies. They need to keep doing this stuff. 
Uh, it's Craig Brewer who did Hustle and Flow. It was probably his uh, most popular and uh, successful movie. Followed that up with Black Snake Moan, which also is kind of music heavy. Yeah. So I understand all the... This one goes even heavier into the music, mm-hmm. right? There's a, like full-on performances. And, yeah. And stuff in this. There's I mean, a little bit of music in the first one, but this and, one... And yeah. Vogue. Salt, salt and Pepper. That, uh, <laughs> when that happened... Uh, I mean, that's not a spoiler. This is in the first 10 minutes yeah. of the movie. When that happened at King Joffer's fake funeral... Uh, that turned into his real funeral. That turned into his real funeral <laughs> to start the movie. I was like, uh, oh, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this. I thought it was going to be going into just like, this is going to be a torturous almost. I, I was like, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I like how they called uh, Wesley Snipes the inspiration for Mufasa, and Mufasa's actually in this movie. Yeah, that, that's right. <laughs> His his culture runs so deep. That's like, <laughs> we can't even make a joke about other anything other that's uh, black related without referencing James Earl Jones. It just yeah. happens by accident. I mean, and that, and, and you you pair James Earl Jones with uh, Morgan Freeman in the same fucking. I mean, that's two two of the most epic voices ever put to microphone. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden it's like King Joffrey. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, like, Whoa. Morgan fucking Freeman, and he's there. That's a great. Yeah. Uh, and he's talking about no fucking. Nobody fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Uh, he was, he was like, breaking up about that, too. So like, he saw a little, a little tear in his eye. A little tear. There were moments like that. Where I was like, oh, this is... Uh, yeah. This is, moments. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they, yeah. They, they, they weren't sustained. What I think is... Also, I do want to say that it's... And then I read afterwards something that's like, oh, that force, it makes sense. Like, especially towards the end, I was like, man, these... um. All the Zamunda costumes are like so extravagant and cool. I mean, they they, her, her, they, they seem very Wakanda expi- yes. inspired. When the prince showed up, uh, the new prince showed yeah. up for the first time. He was wearing a black thing with the gold. Yep. I was like, look at him. He's slowly digging himself <laughs> a little T'Challa. That's so yeah. cute. That's so fun. Um, then I read after the fact that the costume designer and art like production head or whatever that designed all that shit is the lady who won the academy award for doing the same thing for black panther okay so yeah so it 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 is her design it is it's (laughs) It's, it's so yeah so she she's got a look (laughs) and a style she has a look and a style and and it's great it is now informed wakanda and Uh zamunda yeah other are great uh fake black nations uh like like uh throwback nations Axum, Axum, you must have seen some History Channel shit about the uh, old African empire, Axum. I think yeah. it was called Axum, uh, around 1,000... B.C. B.C., right? No. Is it really? <laughs> Man. And I guess taking this not even that long ago, but it's, long, it's so long ago. I mean, but yesterday feels like a long ago sometimes, you know. COVID makes everything crazy, bro. You know, the time is weird now. We've all entered a, a, a WandaVision time loop of some sort. Time's always been weird. It's been March 2020 for over a year now. It has. Yeah, it's March again. <laughs> it's incredible. So we're all going to shut down for two weeks, a slow to spread, <laughs> just a slow to spread. And then we'll pick right back. Everybody watch, we what, 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 watch out for spring break and summer vacations canceled. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not this year. Not spring breaks happening. St. Patrick's Day. We're rolling through that shit, baby. Texas will anyway. Florida. Florida. Florida never shut down. People talking about shutting down Florida. Never happened. Never happened. Crazy, though. Sabunda would have shut down. They would have closed their borders quick. Like Wakanda style. They would have put yeah. up a... Uh, some sort of a but, but but if it was Waka- I mean dome. Wakanda would have had a vaccine like the next day. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Wakanda would have had a, of a branium based vaccine immediately. 
Uh, and all their citizens will be like, yeah, of course, this is how, the, yeah. let's all sign up right away and do the proper thing because we're, not all of them, there's still a couple of. I'm sure they're scum or there's always There's always uh, dirtbags, no matter what, right? No matter the community, there's going to be someone there who like, man, this guy, you shitty guy, this guy sucks. <laughs> I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to, dude, <laughs> get away. No, but I want to be in your face about it. <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, it's like the same, obviously, it's the same overall story of a young man meeting a girl, and it's like, we have an arranged marriage for you, but instead he meets a girl, that like, I want to marry this girl instead. But whereas in the first movie, like, a lot of, that that was the crux of that movie. This one, it's that, but it's also... Plus a bunch of other oh, yeah. shit. Plus, it's because of, uh, we're getting into the reason, the whole next story is shit. Plus, it's uh, the stuff with the sisters, and the yeah. oldest sister thinks that uh, I should be in charge. Why can't I be? So then we have this, like, uh, very superficial girl power message, which is cool that it's there, but they didn't put any. It's a C no. plot. Mm-hmm. It's barely there, right? And it's uh, so obvious. And then yeah. also, why does the character then partway through slight criticism why does she she's so like i'm strong i'm the oldest child of the king of the now king uh i should be the successor i've been groomed to be the successor anyway i've gone through all the training uh how come this bastard from america gets to just get in front of me and then almost immediately like she's they're face to face and he's like you don't like me and she's like no i don't and then he's like i didn't ask for this and she's like okay let me help you. <laughs> Let me help you do your princely Let's things. Let's be friends so then you can do the thing you need to do. And then it's not even... It's, it's weird how this movie doesn't seem to... It seems to take the easy way out uh, most of the way through the movie. It mm-hmm. just wants to be breezy, comedy, light drama. Um, and the first coming to America doesn't do that. I mean, there's some like... When it gets to the romantic side of it, when he courts Lisa and yeah. all that, it gets that, pretty that's real. That's the corny shit. The, yeah, the corny shit. But it's the corny shit that makes the movie really work. No. Uh, because it's the emotional thing that puts it all together. This one is just like, it's not, the, it's not the same. But I still like liked it. It was also under two hours. Yeah. That helped. Ooh. The de-aging scene? No, bro. The <laughs> <laughs> agent scene weird. That was it, Arsenio Hall looked crazy. Although, although young Eddie looked okay. the the now that they're older mm. in the old men suits, Arsenio Hall as the preacher. After watching that scene, mm. someone needs to remake Beetlejuice with Arsenio Hall. Oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> that's, so, that's so funny. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, Arsenio Hall's great. He'd be a great over the top. He's so... And that's what I'm saying. Gross. Dude, he would be a great Beetlejuice. At the House of Jubilation or yeah, something, whatever. Uh-huh. That little chapel. Yeah. Uh, and that's another thing. Like, sometimes... Yeah, that's a, That's an example of where I felt like... Like you said, like I was like, oh, we're going to lean on nostalgia just to make this movie work in any way, which, as you point out, they did do. But that's a, I still enjoyed it. I still Mm -hmm. liked him as that character, and I thought it was enjoyable. I liked when uh, Randy Watson shows up at the end, and everyone's like, this sucks. But the people from Queens are like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) it's so corny. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's like it's just fine. It's fine. It's one it's one eye on the fine scale, fine, which is definitely better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like 50, 40%. It's like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, that seems accurate. Nah, like, I'm, just, right. I'm surprised, actually, uh, it's on a little lower. Yeah. That it seems like more, uh, enough people are being like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, fine. It's fine. It's like inoffensive. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah it's not going to hurt anybody. It's not going to hurt anyone. It's almost like they went out of their way. But uh, 
we gotta be careful <laughs> with the PC culture. Oh my god. Um, I'm a little surprised I haven't seen it that Paramount didn't hold on to it for a uh, summer release in theaters. Uh this year that they went ahead and sold that one off of all the movies they had that they sold that one okay. yeah, so be it so be it Amazon has it now it says Amazon Studios on the front it's weird yeah. that's weird I like how during the, the, the bloopers during the closing closing credits the quote bloopers they're very yeah. light bloopers they had the um, the clapboard mm-hmm. and it had the fake title of the movie The Quest yeah. but it's like in the in the font and all that it's so funny how they go out of their way to hide no. their yeah. productions remember we saw those um yeah, those signs, film permits. Yeah, for something. Yeah, it was like for Joe's a pizzeria or some shit like that. So we're like, okay, Italian mafia. <laughs> Spartan Scorsese in town. What's going on here? Are we are making a, a Bobby D movie. I might have been. They could be making the Irishman. I don't know. Who knows? Where, where did they shoot that thing? So coming to America is fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, when people make these legacy sequels, they really, really shouldn't show any clips or anything from the first movie. No. Because no. that just reminds you. No. Right? I mean, unless you're using it for, like, the opening credits. Yes. If, yes. if you're using it for the opening credits to kind of maybe remind us of something that maybe we've forgotten about over the past 30 years yes. that is integral to the story that we're about to watch, mm-hmm. then I'm all for it. But otherwise, yeah, no. I mean, otherwise, you can reference no. it. You can talk about it all you want, but I don't want a flashback. <laughs> Straight up flashback. <laughs> like, here is a yeah. scene from the movie. No, guys, you don't do, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, who was it? My mom or my brother pointed out. Amazing that so many of these people were still alive. Yeah, yeah. Because some of them were already old enough, yeah. when they made it back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing, some of them are still alive. I mean, James Earl Jones has been old forever. He's been old the entire time that I've known of James Earl Jones. That's true. He's been old my entire life. <laughs> Him and Morgan Freeman have always just been old, old men. Yeah, yeah. And they're, and I'm now almost 40 years old, and they're still alive. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. I'm like, I hope I get to be their age. I hope I get no. to be that old. No. But, but, I mean, like them, though. Look at them. They're doing fine. They're walking around. Morgan Freeman's having sex with a step-granddaughter or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for him. That was a few years ago, I think. Google it, people. Google it. Come into America. It's fine. It's fine. Resounding fine. Uh, WandaVision, episode nine. Season finale. I watched, I watched the whole thing. All right, Drew Sakag, what you think? It was good. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it was good. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like all the fun nerd stuff that they threw in there for the for the super nerds. They, they, they throw in quite a bit of, uh, as they like to call the Easter eggs, mm-hmm. the little yeah. bits, hints of things that might come, yeah. or just maybe I, or whatever. I, I enjoyed the, uh, the the fake but real Quicksilver. Right? The, uh, <laughs> the casting of that is interesting. Yeah. I was like, oh, that opens up the world in a weird way. Yeah. But then they did the same thing with Spider-Man um, Far From Home, where it's like, oh, multiverse shit. But then it's an explanation. No, it's not yeah. really, though. No, no, not really. No, no. Psych, 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 psych. So I feel like with this one, they were like, again, almost like, oh, multiverse shit. Yeah. They're like, nah, psych, psych, psych. Yeah. Not, yeah. not uh-huh. yet. That, yeah. Doctor Strange is, it's in the title. Yeah. It's, it's coming. And then obviously with the casting of... Uh, the Spider-Man movie coming up. That's a weird thing. They did a movie where like fake multiverse and then they're like, oh, actually. Actually, real multiverse. Actually. <laughs> or 616 is a thing. <laughs> is that right? 616 are those numbers? I don't remember. I forget. I forget. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good show. It's a good show. I don't know why I was wrong about Doctor Strange. I thought uh, the, the Cumber Snatch was in the thing. Yeah, he doesn't I, even pop up. I mean, they, they referenced him. They said yes. the Scarlet Witch is more powerful than the, the Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme. Supreme. And when I was, I almost expected fucking Benedict Cumberbatch just to be like appear and be like, "You called?" Yeah, right there, <laughs> right then. I was like, "Shit, comes this, this is yeah. it. They're setting it up." So I guess they set further than well, they're setting up the um, uh, Doctor Strange movie that that yeah. Wanda Maximoff is in. 
it is weird how the show it's sort of it's not an or I guess it is like it's a sort of origin a, a compendium of all the Wanda stuff in previous movies into one thing yeah. to make it into an origin story for the Scarlet Witch so it was building up to like you are the Scarlet Witch yeah and then we're at home like Ugh. and I'm like yeah yes, yeah. yeah she yeah. And, and, yep. then, and I'm just thinking, like, did no one has no one called her that yet at this point? Is that, is that the thing? Is this the first time anyone's called her that? Is that all we've been building yeah. up to being able to use the name that she can have her little crown and yeah. all and stuff? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And her, her, her full-on costume costume. Yeah, she, now she's full-on. She's a costumed character now. Yeah. Before, she was just, like, long red coat. Yeah, I've got a red coat. Yeah, which I was fine with. Because yeah. as, yep. fl- as she floated around, it still kind of gave yeah. you a... Uh-huh. But now she's like, no, I got a cape. Yeah. I'm like, Superman, and, and Superman has a cape. I mean, that's fair. Nope. Uh, if I could manifest myself a, a crown, I'd probably do the same well, thing. She manifest herself whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah, so Tierra, I'm, I'm down with Tierra. That's cool. She's a witch princess. Uh, did you see the end end credit scene? Mm-hmm. I was just skimming through to be like, is, is Cumberbatch going to pop up? Well, here, here? here's the thing. I made a, I, I always make a point to go through all the credits mm. for these fucking stupid Disney shows. Yeah. Because the app, if I... The credits are like five minutes long. Yes. And if I don't fast forward through it, it always says, continue watching. Yes. The last five minutes of it. I'm just, but I, it's like, I just want to watch the next episode, but I don't want to watch the credits. So I always fast forward through the credits. And if I see something, then I stop. Fair. So. Yes. And then uh, I think this is the first one where it's like after all right. the credits, the after, after. there's a little thing at the end, yeah. uh, which is just her like, you know, I'm a, yo, it's me, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, 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 I I spent 40 seconds yeah. skimming through credits for this shit. It, it was fun seeing uh, what they, I guess we got a new, what was her name? Whatever, Rambo. Maria Monica Rambo. Maria Rambo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she was uh, from the Captain Marvel Yes, her, her, her daughter. Right. She was a kid in that one because yeah. that was in the 90s. And then uh, they show what happens to, to moms in that. When she comes yep. back, she blips back. Is what happened. So she's part of the blip. Yeah. That was cool, actually. When she, when she blips back, the way it happens, that she reparticles, and she's like, "What the, what the fuck, running yeah. around?" And that, then, that was and cool. with a bunch of other people reparticling in front of her. Yeah, and yeah. there's no real explanation of any of that. It's, no. it's fully a thing. We're like, supposed to know. Yeah, you, you got to be following the whole movie series and everything. This stand, no. it's fucking ballsy. Well, not. Re- I mean, it's the same thing with the comic books. <laughs> like, if you just pick up a random issue, you're like, there are some things that you won't get. If you you haven't been reading, Drew Cogman, you are correct. Oftentimes, so. I, I'm, I was such a light comic book reader growing up. I'd be reading, yeah. and I get to a panel, and someone says it's just like the Doctor Worm from the Eighth Dimension when he took over uh, uh, Central City. And you're and like, what? Like an, then it's like an asterisk, mm-hmm. and then it says in the corner, editor, see Green Lantern number four. I'm like, I ain't gonna go see. Oh damn, a Green Lantern. To understand this Doctor yeah. Worm reference? Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, it's hundred percent like that. So that it, these things, are, when she reblips, it should be an asterisk in a quarter, and be like editor's note: see Avengers, yeah. no, see Spider-Man: uh, Far From Home. Yeah. Right? Isn't that one mm-hmm. that we get it? I liked. Uh, I like how we've gone through now the entire series of Vision costuming. Is uh, the white Vision costume of an official? No, that's the, so. That's pretty cool. So the, the Vision, the, the Halloween outfit that yeah. he wore. Yes, that's like I figured that was old school. That's OG. original OG Vision. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was her chance to do yeah. that, and same thing with Scarlet Witch, right? Yeah. Give her like a yeah, real, yeah. Uh, a real, a real corny outfit. This is like the '60s Batman TV yeah. show version, exactly. Yeah, which was fun. Yeah, uh, I like the all white. 
that's that, the sword version. That's quite crazy. That, that vision came out in like the like I don't know the story behind it, but he did do the the transition from colors to like the ghost white. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know the story behind it. Don't know the reason why. I don't know any but, of that. But shit it happened. Comp, but, it, but visually, it happened. It's crazy. So. Uh, and then he was like, I am the vision. And then he blasts that off. And I was like, oh, nope. shit, he's going to fuck some shit up. Never saw him again. Nope. So who, nope. Know, who knows when that's going to pop nope. up again. He's the vision, though. He's going to, and I guess he's coming back. So good for yeah. pa- Paul Bettany uh, continuing to get some more work. Yeah. Good for Paul. Yeah, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. Uh, nine episodes over 30 minutes each. It's pretty, it's pretty good. I could still see them. Somehow smush it into a movie, but uh, they would have. Oh, it's over in a hard sell. It's not that they would have had to cut out the whole little Wanda likes to watch American television, like that whole storyline, that that whole yeah. part of the show would have had to have been cut. Yeah, the it, initial premise of the show. Yeah, because it doesn't. You can't. Put that with everything else into it, even a two-hour movie. Yeah, because they do cover quite a bit in the last few episodes yeah. uh, with the ultimate villain reveal, and like then there's quite a bit going on, and then he got the um, the sword stuff. Sword, yeah. So it's like, so what? Sword shield. Shield is at this point okay, gone. Yeah, basically, right? So, because so the, because way of the whole works, Hydra infiltration. Yeah, so, so, but the, in the Marvel universe, the way it worked, there's sword and shield. Yeah, shield, which is, makes sense. I get it. Shield's just. The more defense-oriented branch, Sword is the more offense-oriented branch. Okay, so then I guess this is the introduction of Sword yeah. into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Agents of Shield is done by now, right? I, I don't I, know. I have no idea. People, no, Television I, series. Yeah, fuck that. Goddamn shit. Get out of here with that nonsense. Uh, yeah, so they introduced quite a bit, and then there were. I saw some stuff I wasn't following it. Maybe you, you, you picked up on it. Someone, a reference to someone being in outer space, in, a, in orbit or something. Well, I mean, it's scrolls. so... Well, at the end, is that what, the, what we were talking about then? Because there's a, a, the, is that a Secret Wars um, reveal? Secret Could invasion? be. Because that's on the on the slate. I mean, it's got, I mean, if you've got scrolls, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But here's... Well, where, where's the goddamn Fantastic Four and all this shit? That's right. That's, what, that's another thing. People are like, so when are we introducing the Fantastic Four? Is it going to be this? Or like, when, when, when's it going to happen? Oh. When's it going to happen? Because they're super important to all that. We got them. We got uh, so much. I don't know. I don't know. Got, got to do Moon Knight first, man. <laughs> Apparently. And Shang-Chi. And, and uh, yeah, what? that's crazy. And um, the the legal comedy series, She-Hulk. Yeah. Uh, we got to get that done uh-huh. before we do any Fantastic uh, yeah. Four th- th- There's that Black Widow movie that's apparently still coming out. That shit's still coming out. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Any Turtles. Both of those are still coming out. They were supposed to be done already. Uh-huh. We are supposed to have forgotten them by now. Uh-huh. Um, Doctor Strange. Yeah, when's that supposed to come out? Spider-Man 3. That's Christmas. <laughs> that, that's, that's Christmas. That's Christmas. Spider-Man. Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2 is 2022. Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> that is... I think it's also 2022. Because they're shooting that now. Yeah. yeah. So much. Yeah. The Eternals. And then the Eternals is... <laughs> Black Widow is summer. Eternals probably November. A full year. November. <laughs> um, Shang-Chi already said that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and don't forget Falcon and Winter Soldier's coming out too. It's in <laughs> two weeks, followed by Loki. Oh. Six or seven weeks after that. Just when you thought 
Marvel was done. <laughs> we went a full year without any Marvel stuff. And now it's like all just collided. Uh, it's like a Marvel Bukaki. Uh, just get up, take it all now. Like, no. I'm tired of it. it hurt my, my stomach is hurting. Um. All right, let me get into some of the shit that I watched. Real quick, this movie called Detour from 1945. It's a film noir movie that's pretty fucked up, I gotta say. I ain't gonna say why, but it's worth checking out for a couple reasons. First, it's short. It's like an hour, 15 minutes. Okay. It's very good, yeah. right? And uh, it's on... I watched a version that's on the Criterion channel, but it's also available on like Amazon and stuff because it's in the public domain. <laughs> the one that I watched starts with like four pages of text on screen explaining how this movie was lost and uh, it got there's a restored version and this is like they did all the shit to clean it up and it does look really good for a super low budget 1945 black and white movie and uh, it's about a dude who's a hitchhiker and he gets uh picked up by a guy who's like yeah are you going to la i'm going to la and he this guy is really like some sort of a uh he says he's a, a bookie of some sort going to place a bet but along the way, the dude dies. So he, the hitchhiker takes his car, he takes his identity, and then he, he picks up a hitchhiker who quickly finds out that he's full of shit, and then she takes over, and then, oh man, she puts the screws to him. This character, Vera, she's such a bitch. Vera is a, she's awesome. Cool. It's really good. And the movie's got a fucked up ending. When it ends, you're like, whoa, they're doing that in the 40s? It's pretty crazy. Fun. It's, not, it's very interesting. Detour from 1945 worth watching uh i finished alone pretty much i finished watching alone season five and season six season five is was the uh, mongolia season mm -hmm. and season six is the arctic circle and uh yeah it's like mongolia is cold as fuck with that about the arctic circle man this shit is crazy uh things that are not satisfying about the show uh especially when it gets towards the end and just becomes a starvation contest what they do regular medical checkups on them. I think I mentioned this before. Mm -hmm. When they start pulling people just because their BMI is slow or all that, it's like, ah, and they're all disappointed. Like, no, I want to still be out here. And they're like, no, 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 we're afraid that your heart's going to just stop because uh, your body's eating away to all your heart muscles, et cetera, and your organs. Um, it's like very unsatisfying in Wait, a way. So you want to watch them die? No, I don't want to see them give up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see them give up of their own volition. A lot of them would have died instead. Yes, they would have. It's, it's pretty crazy they, that they would have died. Um, oh, man. One dude. It's also the watching all these seasons. I watched like five of the six seasons in just over a few weeks. So you see the editing patterns. Mm -hmm. So it's like uh, if someone is talking about how, like, you got to be careful eating. Like, someone catches a muskrat. So you got to clean this thing good because it could have parasites, get you sick, blah, blah, blah. You didn't clean it properly, you're going to get sick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then it says on the screen, muskrats and carry, blah, 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 blah. He's cleaning, he's cleaning this. All right, here we go. And then he cooks it, he eats the muskrat. And then motherfucker's like, oh, I'm so sick all night. He, called, he hits the security phone or the satellite phone, uh, gets his ass out of there. Uh, I was like, dude, you ate a muskrat. That's that's of all the things to eat. Season six in the Arctic Circle is actually the one with the most the animals to contend with, which is the most interesting, I think. Uh, uh, one dude actually fucking killed a moose. Oh wow! With a bow and arrow. Holy fuck! Yes, dude, and moose are big, big. So <laughs> that he kills it at like, and so they the Arctic one they drop him off at the very end of summer, and winter is two months away. So he kills this thing like three or four weeks in, so he still has daylight up until like 4.30, 5pm. He kills this thing around 2, uh, 2 or 3. He was out there until 10.30 at night, 
breaking that thing down in that spot with a, a headlamp, oh. right, and that's it. Um, and it, he just sets up his camera and it films the whole thing. They show you in time lapse, like the time just flying by them, yeah. just breaking this whole gigantic animal down, uh, a couple hundred pounds of meat. He even. And since he has the headlamp on and he has a camera to give him the GoPro, uh, a bunch of meat got spoiled when he cut the stomach and the, uh, the, the gut juices yeah. came out and just, yep. and you could hear the sound of it. Like it sounded like a waterfall of gut juices. It was fucked up. And he was like, man, I've never done this before. I'm so, I'm all fucking, he's like really upset at himself, but yeah. he still saved most of it. And then the rest of the season for him became about him. Hide, not hiding his food, but defending his food from uh, animals, wolverines specifically, fucking wolverines, <laughs> and not not the cool adamantium kind that just wants a six pack and a cigar. No, 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 those mother, God, it's crazy. They're so vicious. It's crazy. They yeah. can snap bone, they just like. Like, it's nothing. And, and there's multiple ones. He confronts at least one of them uh, physically. It's wild. And lost, probably. I don't want to say. I want people to check out the show because it's worth watching. Um, and I mean, you can man, just jump to season six and just watch the Arctic season. I you mean, don't need to, like, I mean, man, watch all of them. Man order. v. Moose, that's probably a 50-50 shot on who's going to win. Especially, you know, he's bow and arrow. Yeah, that's he, what I'm he saying. He saw from a distance. Yeah. yeah, but the Wolverine was like... Man v. Wolverine? Yeah. No, I put my money on the Wolverine, dude, every yeah, time. It's crazy. <laughs> it's wild. Um... And all he has is like you got bow and arrows, hatchets, axes, knives. So it depends on what. Even you with the knife, that Wolverine's gonna fuck you it's up. It's scary, right? It's <laughs> fucking big. It said on the screen, biggest um, animal in the weasel family, it, yep. I believe. Yeah, Ooh. it's just a giant carnivorous weasel. Oh, goddamn bear weasel. Yeah, it was uh, a bear weasel. Man, someone someone caught a pike, and then they cut the thing open, and then there was another fish inside, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah and he just threw it in the already going. Uh, pot of fish stew. He's like, that's going on my stew, baby. I was like, gross. That's not even the grossest thing, That's though. what happens when fish eat other fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Oh, man, that, that pike was gigantic. Like a four-footer. Um, another guy catches fish. He's like, it's a benefit of working in a fishery is that you can uh, know how to handle these animals. So he gets one and he, he massages its body, and like he found a plastic bag, so you're allowed to use anything you find, you can use any debris. So he has a plastic bag. He massages eggs, all the row, out of it. Yeah. And he's like, all right, here we go. He just holds the bag up to his mouth and, and slurps it up. Uh, just like our friend Mr. Muskrat over here, just like an hour later, he's in his tent like, oh, I'm dying. No. <laughs> Because you don't have the right gut bacteria to be doing that, homie. Yeah, it's uh, you're really rolling the rolling the gut dice. So some people uh, got themselves sick. Uh, in this one, so every almost every season, I think this even in the first season, they do fires inside the shelter, mm-hmm. which. I don't know nothing about outdoor living. That scares the bejeebus out of me, <laughs> especially a fire that you want to keep stoked. Like overnight. You, you, you just got to make sure there's a hole in the ceiling. It's got events, right? <laughs> That's all. Well, for some reason, I think it was whatever the um, the pine, the needles that everyone was using, the moss, the particular, partic- the stuff that everyone was using to insulate their homes and to chink their, uh, all their, their, their lean-tos and stuff. Multiple structures catch fire. Yes. Uh, one of them, very late in the game, yes. burns down. Uh-huh. Like, you are, your season yeah. is done. Yeah. It was crazy yeah you gotta be careful it's really good it was a really good show i really enjoyed it. uh but if you watch the if you pay attention to the editing oh man you know what they do because it's like you're out there for 
Also, here's the weird thing about the Arctic one. The winter, it's like two months off. So the full-on winter happens in like the last two episodes, episodes 10 and 11. Like, it's still shitty up until that point, but like the water freezing over and having to do ice fishing and stuff, that's just the last two episodes. Yeah. Well, because I'm sure like at a certain point in time, you literally just can't survive out there. It's impossible to get food. No. It's almost impossible to get food. I mean, almost. People do it, though. Um, So they have so much footage of these people and they'll be like all their highs and lows some they'll have good days and be like yeah baby i feel good i'm gonna win i'm feeling great this is awesome and then they'll have lows where like i can't catch anything i'm feeling depressed uh what am i doing i'm done i'm done with this place i hate this place you know every one does that shit so then what they do is uh, when an episode starts, one guy will be like, yeah, I'm feeling great. This is awesome. You know that guy is done by the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, or when you get towards the end of a season, they do this multiple seasons now where if there's two people left, uh, they'll have one person be like, I can't do it anymore. I'm done. It's over. And then they'll cut to like the helicopter or the boat coming in. The camera crew is coming to pick it's up the, the person. Guy. It's the other person. <laughs> like, hey, guys, I can't, I can't do it no more. <laughs> and then they cut to the other person and be like, fishing i caught a fish i did it yes yes i can do it i can do it they just they, yeah. they manipulate the editing in such a way welcome to reality television but it, it, it's fun oh and that so that's another thing though it's yes so that's the reality tv aspect that's like you can see right through it but since everyone's by themselves you don't have to put up with any like gotta build an alliance so we're doing these games or there's it's not like yeah. survivor or any of that like really corny hokey shit it's just someone out there trying to live in a hostile environment and remembering, hopefully, the film themselves. Yeah. Uh, as the seasons wear on and they're out there longer and longer, there are like it, it'll go like jumped four days because no one filmed themselves, yeah. or there's nothing to show or whatever. Anyway, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Hulu. It's on Hulu. Uh, I read a book called "Come Closer" mm -hmm. by Sarah Gran G R A N. Highly recommend this book for people who are fans of. Um, Sort of like horror storytelling, anything that might have to do with a demonic possession or whatever. It's a story of a woman who starts right away in the first chapter. A very quick, easy read. It's like 150 pages. Easy read. Um, a woman who uh, it's the beginnings of a de demonic possession of someone taking over, someone in being like, I want to, I want to be with you, and uh, she's into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. She, she's like, she's like, sort of lets it happen. She's like, all right, let's fucking let's be possessed. <laughs> oh man, it's it's good. It's a very compelling read, uh, and it's short and easy. I read it in like two hours. I was super super into it. I really liked it. So easy, easy recommend. Come closer, and it's also from two thousand three. So it's funny. It's like, it's still the twenty first century, but she describes a. Uh, uh, this couple sitting on the couch, uh, ignoring each other, not on their phones, but one person has a magazine, one person has a book, and I was like, no, no, that's not phones. Yeah, no, no, I mean, they're both, phones one of them's probably reading a magazine, the other one's probably reading a book, but they're both on their phones. They're both on their phones, yeah, it's uh, it's funny reading and be like, oh yeah, this is different, this is a weirdly different time. She she had to get a book, but she couldn't just get it online, she was going to bookstore, bookstore, looking for a book. That was almost 20 years ago. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I was still an adult then. That's still part of my adulthood. Yeah. Another time and another you were, place. You were a young adult, a though. A full-on other era. That shit is crazy. That was college, bro. Early 2000s? Yeah, that's true. Woo! That was, that was college, man. Man, I miss college. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you have your wood-bead necklace and your frosted tips back? I was so hip. <laughs> I was so cool-looking. People love that shit. People loved it. I was always on the forefront of hipness. <laughs>
in college. Then I got the Rivers Cuomo Weezer glasses at one point. My eyeglasses. Yeah, I don't remember. You don't those. remember those? That's a couple years later. Um, anyway, that's what I got from Media Diet. Come closer. Sarah Grant, read it. What do you got, Drew? Uh, I watch. I started watching uh, Murder Among the Mormons Ooh. on uh, Netflix. Okay. It's a true crime murder thing. Uh, basically, there's... Uh, in, in the 80s, there was uh, a bunch of old Mormon documents that came around. Uh, one of them written by the original Mormon scribe who said b- basically the controversy that they may, they may have changed the origin story of Mormonism from uh, a white salamander and some fun folk magic to, you know, the angel Moroni and space beings. No matter what, it sounds like it's from some ridiculous, some ridiculous. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was changed, so they they found a manuscript that says this is what it originally was, and it's been changed since then? Oh, shit. And then the... So someone gets murdered because of that? Well, because the the LDS got the documents, and some other people had them, so, Mm -hmm. you know, some people were exploded with bombs in Salt Lake City in the the mid-80s. Mormon bombings? That's intense. So I, st- I started watching that. Okay. That's fun. That sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, apparently they don't, I don't understand it. I, it's not like I've looked into yeah. it, but they don't like, uh, or they, they don't want to be called LDS anymore or Latter-day Saints or any of that. I think they just want straight Mormon. Okay. Uh, I, I have no idea why. Sure. I mean, guys. Do you say so? Does, I know, does it matter? No. Does it matter? Are they just tired of being mixed up with LSD by accident? Mormon LSD? Perhaps. You know? Hey, let me get some of that Mormon <laughs> No, man, we sell Bibles here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same difference. Right? Same difference, man. I just need the paper to put uh, the drugs on. To do tabs with anybody. You ever do a Bible tab? No, but I... You've done I, Bible joints. Yes. Everyone's done a Bible joint. <laughs> you, you ain't cool if you've never done a Bible joint. Yeah. Uh, but Bible acid, though. No. See, now that's next level. That could be fun. That would be interesting. No. That would be interesting. Just as long as it's not on brown paper. Oh, brown paper? I took the brown paper acid. Oh, the answer from Woodstock? I think they're out of that. <laughs> I don't think. Is it, excuse me, sir. Is this answer from Woodstock? Yes, I don't. I'll pass. I'm looking for that uh, Altamont acid. Right? The, with, yeah. the, with, the, with, the, with the Hells Angels run? Weren't they on? No idea. When they murdered that dude don't. at the Rolling Stone concert? Don't know. You know what about Altamont? There's got to be a documentary about that. I'm sure there is. Yeah, there is. A, I think there's a. Isn't Gimme Shelter? I think there's a Scorsese documentary about that. Um, Murder Among the Mormons is a series? Uh, yeah, it's a th- what three-part series, maybe four. Oh, okay, so a little mini thing Yeah, on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Okay, nope. Just came out this week. Dope. All right, what else you got? Uh, on Amazon Prime, I've been watching this PBS series called Civilizations. Ooh. It's, it, it's just... It's, it's basically uh, an art history show where they, they talk about art and the civilizations that created it. Oh, okay. Sounds uh, like something you put on an art class in high school if you didn't yeah. feel like uh, mm-hmm. teaching anything, I think. Yeah. But that's fun. It's yeah. going to be your... I mean, I'm, I'm, I like history. Well, it's just because so... you're, like, you're like a history guy. Yeah. You like some art stuff. Mm-hmm. Put the two together. Exactly. Right, right up your alley. Yep. How is it? Is it a recent thing? Uh, yeah, I think so. At least probably like 2015, maybe. And uh, is it like... Produced in a way that feels like low budget PBSE, or does it feel like a, like a standard? It's, it's high. It's, it's standard PBS. Yeah, standard PBS. Very educational. Very yeah. straightforward. Yeah. Not you know no recreations, no drama, mm-hmm. just you know talking heads and pictures. All right, but so. but you're into it. Yeah. Okay. Then. I really enjoy it. All right, Civilizations on Amazon, but it's a PBS show. Yeah. Okay. Good. 
check out people. What does he got? That's it. All right, murder among the Mormons and civilizations. Those those Mormons, man, bombing. Yeah, bomb, I, I mean, that's, dude, that's crazy. Religious zealots. <laughs> yeah, that's true though, right? That's that's a thing. No, that's a uh huh. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, you know what? We are going to uh, we're going to take a break, and we're going to send our thoughts and prayers out to the Mormons who are no longer on LSD and have stopped bombing each other. We we appreciate you, Mormons, for doing that. Uh, coming to America. How about coming to the second half of the show? Hi-yo. Thank you, Drew. Right after this. tube this morning, bro. Oh. Latigo Beach. Nice point break. Long, tasty waves. Have you seen any of the, uh... <coughs> set photos from Thor? No. I have not. I saw one the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melissa McCarthy as fake Hella with, uh... Whatchamacallit, uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon back. Yeah, because apparently that whole thing's back, but now they got Melissa McCarthy to be hella in their fake production. That's funny. <laughs> On Asgard. McCarthy's also, she's shooting something else in Australia. Is she? Yeah, she just like happened to be there. That's that's probably how they got her, and I bet you Taika OTD was like, you know what, this has, like, we, we, th- we're just having fun with this anyway. Like, we can change whatever story we're, like, this is just side bullshit. Yeah, yeah, this is nonsense. <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy pop up in this for a second. Who gives a shit? We're, we're just fucking around here. Although he's, and we're going to make like, billions of dollars. <laughs> we're just fucking around here. Just fucking around. That's yeah, more South African. I've been doing more of the South African accent lately, because it's kind of, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun, don't you think? It's kind of hide. fun here. It's kind of fun here. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Don't you think? But Vickis. My name is Vickis. He's Christopher. I'm Vickis. I'm an alien. I'm an alien now. <laughs> uh, listen to some D. D. Antford. 
for uh, mm-hmm. lessons and different accents and Sif talk. He's like Sif, brah. Like what? I can't. Can you? Can you repeat that, please, <laughs> Mister Nin- Ninja Sir? <laughs> Mister Ninja Person. Uh, they were really popular there for a second. Yeah, they were. Yeah, for a second. Well, in America, hot second. Yeah, where popularity actually matters. You can you can be popular everywhere else in the world and still be dirt poor. Yeah, be popular here in America. You Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that how that works? That's disgusting. Isn't that how fame works? Maybe I don't know. <coughs> I'm just trying to get the Kardashian levels of it. I've never, I've never wanted to be famous. I don't want to be famous. I want to be infamous. So you're more than famous. You're infamous. I don't want that either. You don't want infamy. No. I want to go down infamy. People keep talking about the day in infamy. You know, man. I wish I was as important as that one day that people keep talking about. Do you? Yeah. What was that day again? <laughs> Sometime the in day December. that will live on in infamy. infamy. Yes, the day. What happened on that day? Yeah, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> that's us in a hundred years. <laughs> Not know. even. That's us tomorrow. That's us, that's, that's us right now. Do we get a day off for school? No. I don't give a shit. I'm still at the office working my ass off. Oh, boy. What's going on? <laughs> oh, we're doing a show here, guys. How's it going? We're back. It's the second half. Episode 426 of Cinema Crespity. So, uh, Australian Sandals here for a moment, reading from my notebook of notes for this week's Patreon episode. Available at patreon.com slash So, slash So, maybe we got some good stuff over there. Dollar five dollars gets you access to everything. It's all the bullshit. It's all the bullshit. It's a choose your own pay, whatever. Just uh, give us some monies so I can buy some more new equipment and, uh, and uh, I can continue paying for all these apps that I, and I'm watching stuff. <laughs> so many apps. Oh my god! The Paramount Plus app just came out, Drew. Yeah, I it's know. like five bucks for the ad-supported version. I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate that I got to pay money for a version with the ads. They should give you the ad-supported version for, for free, free, motherfuckers. That's how you're making your monies. <sighs> And then you just load it up with ads and make people pay for that so shit. And then, then, then make me so annoyed with all the ads that eventually like, all right, fine, here's the extra 3 or $4 a month that you want to get rid of the ads. That's how that works, you dummies. Also, they don't have anything. No. Not at the, at the moment. They will. I mean, they will, they will soon. They will soon. If you got kids, they got the SpongeBob movie. Oh, I, I mean, I want to watch that myself. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to subscribe to the whole fucking app just, Fuck no. just for that one movie. Mm-mm. Right? No. I mean, I'll catch that thing at Redbox. Did you watch Picard at all? No. Yeah. Not really a Star Trek guy. Yeah. But I was thinking, you know, it's... Um, I mean, I used to it's watch... Stewart. It's Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I watched uh, a little bit of... Uh, TNG? Yeah, the new generation back in the day. Mm-hmm. Number one. I'm going to take a number two. <clears throat> oh! <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> classic. Classic 90s humor. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. <coughs> I'm dying. Drew. Hooray! Finally, it's over! I'm free! I was going to say, take over. <laughs> do the show. Do the show. Like I said, it's finally over. I'm free. Goodbye. Here's sound of headphones dropping. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, That's no. exactly what would happen if you were to die on the show. On mic. Uh, no yeah. one, then no uh-huh. one would hear it because uh, they'll just keep recording. Yeah. Do me a favor. If that does happen, at least... I mean, I'll scroll. I was gonna say at least I mean, get I'll in touch scr- with Steve Etchie. I was about to say, I'll scroll through your phone and find Steve Etchie's phone number. You can you can hit him up on like Instagram or whatever. I'll, I'll find. I'll find. Oh, him. I guess I was gonna say you can use my finger. <laughs> you're gonna have to use my index okay. finger to unlock it. That's fine. Either one works. Yeah. Either index finger. 
uh, or my foreskin. You can pop it on there. It's hard to get it to read it. I'm sure. But, you know, sometimes it's like, my, hand, <laughs> my hands are full. I, oh, I need to get this text. I don't know what those times are. <laughs> I was about to say, you have, got got it sounds like a very dexterous penis. Got it. Got it. Yes, I do. Have, I, do <laughs> I do have Dexter's penis, which it goes around killing other serial killers' penises. No, I said, I said Dexter's. Oh, I thought you said Dexter's penis. No. Um, guys, we are—we're uh, just killing time because we don't have any emails. We don't have any voicemails. Because uh, we don't have a phone number. You can text us. Uh, send us your text. Uh, Two four one eight nine nine. Text us A for yes, B for no. If you want us to uh, uh, continue the show, uh, email us cinemacrespedisa at gmail dot com. Uh, we'll read it if you if you care to. But uh, no one no one sent any emails. Nobody gives a fuck this week. No one gives a fuck this week. Facebook dot com uh, slash cinemacrespedisa. It's technically the page. How do you get to the group? There's a group. Deactivate your Facebook account, people. Have you actually deactivated yours, or are you still? No, I'm still. I'm I'm technically. I'm still on there. You're looking at stuff. Um, I follow follow some stuff. There's uh, so we have a Facebook group. It's pretty chill. You can go there if you want. I mean, I don't necessarily recommend using Facebook, but there's also Twitter. It's also kind of like I don't know. Twitter's uh, they're like uh. They allow, who is it, the Armenian genocide that's happened right now and all that stuff. They, mm-hmm. uh, they're just like letting all that kind of propagate online. It's pretty gross. Then also, what's going on? Where is it? In India? There's some sort of... I thought they keep shutting down the internet in India. They're shutting something down. Somewhere, Myanmar. Oh, they like are letting Myanmar military kind of do whatever they want. Oh, oh well, that, that coup happened like two weeks ago. Yeah, man, that shit. Oh, news, <laughs> man. Get, wait. I mean, I mean, I think it's great that in the year, you know, 2021, we can still have military coups. Yeah, they they still happen in the world. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Yeah, but full on uh, democratic leaders deposed and jailed by uh, military leaders. And then other countries kind of stand back like, well, what do we do? Do we start war with these people? It's it's Miami. Who gives a shit? They they got nothing. What do we... They must have something. But like, they got nothing. We don't give a shit. I mean, it sucks for them and their people, but... but, We want to start a war with them? Come on. This is globalization. We got the economy. Money to make. Just because we built a military industrial complex, that's meaning like we got to be using it all the time, right? We just need something to pump the money into. Well, no, it's, I mean, it's fine, because the, the military in Myanmar is probably buying their arms from us anyway. Maybe so. maybe secondary, maybe we're some of the, someone who's then it's getting passed on down yeah. with some sort of way. Yeah. Surplus. Uh-huh. Clearance sale. All yeah. the, the, the defective. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. RPGs. Sure. Uh, isn't, that, uh, isn't that funny how an RPG is a weapon of destruction, but it's also... Uh, a boring way to pass the time. Yes, I mean, it's both a rocket-propelled grenade and a role-playing game. Yes, thank you, just a guy where do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. You have answered the quiz correctly. Here's your prize, a Toyota Corolla. Can I take the approximate cash value instead, please? Uh, yes, after, let's see, uh, tax deductions <laughs> here, and we pay for, after paying for your flight and airfare, your two-week stay in Orlando uh, you owe us. I, I live in Orlando. There's no, there's no two weeks stay. Or fucking sir, the, uh, the, uh, the hotel <laughs> and the air flights are paid for already, regardless of whether you use them or not, uh, which you must reimburse us for. It's in the fine print. 
Thank you. That's how, that's how I'm going to run my game show studio. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, there's also no news this week, guys. Uh, nothing happened in the world. At all? At all. Period. Everything shut down entirely. No. Nothing happened. I was looking on Twitter. There's mm-hmm. nothing there. A bunch of cat memes. No. Uh, I was on TikTok. Just a bunch of weird hacking, hack, life hack stuff, debugging mm-hmm. stuff. I, mm-hmm. I see nothing of any importance anywhere at any time this entire week so we got we have 38 minutes drew <laughs> to just sit here and be how do people do people do that they do shows weekly shows where they have nothing to talk about so they're like and so yet, how's your weekend and yet they fill time you don't give a fuck about my weekend and i don't give a fuck about your weekend and yet people make entire shows about <laughs> it like oh well went to walmart and oh man i saw this guy at walmart let me tell you he had a back tattoo of Jesus that winked as he walked. I mean, Walmart. It, duh. It was it was something else. So how was your weekend? Shut the fuck up. Let's talk about movies. All right, here we go. So rest in peace, Alamo Drafthouse Orlando. Uh, Alamo Drafthouse, period. Oh, no. They're um, Chapter 11 bankruptcy, just a restructuring bankruptcy. And the, the debtors that they're selling off to are like... Tim League, all the, the original founders of, like, all the people still involved with Alamo um, corporate, they're just, like, buying their own debt. Okay. Essentially. So, um, so part of the restructuring is they are closing down three locations, and they are ceasing um, construction on the Orlando location. That's what I drive. So, rest in peace. Nah. We almost had an Alamo draft house. We almost had an Alamo draft house. Not that I wanted to. to drive out to I drive. That's anyway. the thing. It's a bummer to have to go to a, a goddamn tourist shit. Whatever. I go there almost exclusively for Nolan movies. <laughs> yeah, that's really the only reason to go out there. And, uh, but I obviously would have made a couple of trips. You I know? mean, yeah, but it's Alamo draft house. But anyway, it's Donzo Bunzo, not yes. happening. Uh, there we go. The movie theater apocalypse is upon us, Drew. The movie theater exhibition will never recover. Bullshit. People will never go to the movies ever again. Bullshit. Uh, oh, wait. What's this here? Tom and Jerry. Uh, $14 million last weekend. There we go. Fourteen million dollars for Chicago. Yeah, that's a bigger opening weekend than Tenet last September. It's a bigger opening weekend than Wonder Woman around Christmas. That's the biggest three-day opening weekend since COVID started. All this shit. What a garbage movie! And it's a garbage movie, right? I mean, I'm assuming I have. Can I you mean, can you Rotten Tomatoes that shit? Let me know. <sighs> Uh, let's see, Jurassic Park. As no you look way it up, it can be good. no way. There's no way. There's I'm, no way. I'm gonna set. I'm gonna set the the plus minus sign at forty. Forty percent for the Rotten Tomato. What do you want? You're gonna take the over or the under at forty. I'm gonna say, you know what? No, I'm gonna take the under. Ooh, okay. I'll take the over on that. I think it might be around 45, 50 percent. We'll see. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made fourteen Rotten goddamn tomato. million dollars. Ooh, woo, yeah. Ooh, red. Twenty-five percent. Oh. <laughs> That's bad. That is a shit score. That is a super shitty score. Um, $13.7 million in the first three days. That's the tomato winner. Audience score? 99%. 85. That's so funny. People, uh, critics are so out of touch. They don't know what audiences want, and and, and they should, no, no, no. should, should match what audiences want. Critics know what. <laughs> Good what a good movie, movie is. is. Audiences like garbage yeah. and good movies equally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like uh, it doesn't matter if it's good or not. Audiences just respond to it yeah. one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on HBO. We could be watching this today if we wanted. 
Yeah, well, here's the... I mean, as much as I love Tom and Jerry, uh, mm. I like the ultra-violent Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Where, you know, where the, where the, where the violence is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the old stuff. I like the way in... Uh, they would smoke cigarettes and yeah. pretend to be on the firing line. Yes, exactly. Firing squad. Type. Yes, they, yes. Don't, they don't do that. No, anymore. they don't. Uh, so, and on top of that, not not that I don't like Chloe Grace Moritz, mm-hmm. but she has been making some very bad movies lately. Yeah, she could be making better movies for sure. Absolutely, uh, I would like to see her uh, do something good because yeah. I do like her. I like her generally. Yeah, since Hit Girl. Um. Speaking of movie theaters, they give movie theaters are doing if they're doing so poorly and they're so scared, then they ought to be so happy to take any movie that any product they can get to show under screens oh, yeah. that could entice people to come to theaters, right? Maybe. Um, Cinemark will not be showing Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay. Because they did the thing where for an extra thirty dollars, Disney subscribers can see it. Um, Day and date, like they put it on the theaters at the same time on their app. Okay. And uh, Cinemark is like, nope, we we're not doing day and date shit. You want to do like a put it out in theaters, and then it comes out four or six weeks later. We can work out some sort of deal like that. Yeah. But uh, so Cinemark feeling in a strong enough position financially to be able to turn down a Disney movie that could. I mean, Tom and Jerry just made fourteen million dollars. Yeah. How much is? Uh, as a matter of fact, mm, let's see how much did Ryan did it make manage to make any money this week, and there we go. That's that's how out of practice we are with box office shit. We don't even even think about looking at stuff up ahead of time, because who gives a fuck at what movie makes four million dollars this weekend? That a Russell Crowe movie made four. Who gives a shit? Uh, eight point six apparently. Eight point six, not as much as Tom and Jerry. Take that, Disney. Without Cinemark, what do you get? Hey, Cinemark's but, not that big. But it's also sitting at ninety five percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. So, I should probably see this movie then. I'll wait for it to be on Disney. That's the thing. If it's going to be on Disney Plus, then I'll just wait the two, three months or whatever. I don't got the job to $30 now. Um. Oh, okay. And then, because of vaccines, and, you know, New York is opening up again. L.A. County probably uh, opening up relatively soon. Um. Summer movie schedule. Just getting shuffled around a bit. Mm-hmm. It's really going to be a matter of once Regal is back up and we get the Regal app, we just got to pull up the app and be like, all right, what movie is it this week? I have no I have no idea how we can keep track of any of this, but Drew Sikogram, F9 moved from Memorial Day to June 25th. Okay. All right, they want they really want to make as much money as possible. Minions, The Rise of Gru, uh, got pushed. It was supposed to come out July 2020. It got pushed to July 2021. It just got pushed again to July 2022. Ooh. A full-ass year okay. for the next uh, Minions movie. Um, th- those are both Universal films, and this is according to Variety. Uh, sliding into that Memorial Day spot, actually moving their real estate up from September to Memorial Day, A Quiet Place too. Okay. Yeah. So that gives you an idea of what these studios are looking at, like yeah. actually being more optimistic about theater exhibition maybe not being at 100% capacity or whatever but still enough that they can start putting these movies out and make a reasonable amount of money start getting their money back on some of these things Uh, so here we go that's where we're at with movie movie exhibition in the age of COVID and vaccinations love in the age of COVID COVID. and vaccinations 
that's my that's my memoir that's your version that's my I'm working on my memoirs excuse me I'm working on my memoirs and I believe it is about the time I found love in the age of COVID and it's gonna be a quite stirring tale of uh, of passion and loins okay sign up sign up for my Patreon to hear these <laughs> tales patreon.com slash saucy saucy tales <laughs> <laughs> sounds wet Yes, 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 the wettest, the wettest tales, Juicy Cogburn. These tales are so wet, you'll be slipping in them for days. For days, I'll tell you. Only $22 will get you a, a fresh tale each month. Gross. You don't like fresh tales, Juicy Cogburn. I see. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Better call Saul, Juicy Cogburn. Mm-hmm. Will not be coming back to TV season six until early 2022. Okay. 2022. Uh, that'll be on AMC. I don't think I watched last season. It's a good season. It's good. It's enjoyable. I like it. But you might as well wait till, you know, the end of this year or even closer to watch it and then start the next one. Um, ooh, this sounds fun. Okay. So, okay. Uh, remember these movies? Out of the Furnace? Yes. All right. That's a Christian Bale, mm-hmm. Woody uh, Harrelson. Yeah. And uh, what's this other one? Um, Hostiles. Yes. Right, that's uh, mm-hmm. Christian Bale has to, as a, what was he, like an army officer, I think? Because it was a, it was an order. He had to transport yeah. uh, a native-like family. And he had Rosamund Pike. And he had Rosamund Pike. That's right. It's a good mm-hmm. old, good old Rosamund yeah, Pike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hostiles. That was, that was Christian Bale and his mustache. And his mustache. And uh, lots of crying. Yeah. Christian uh-huh. Bale doing lots of crying. Uh-huh. Both of those movies... Being like, I was a horrible person! Yeah, 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 just feeling guilty. Both of those movies actually plays the guy's feeling guilty. Yeah. Both of those movies are written and directed by a guy named Scott Cooper. Okay. Okay. Scott Cooper and Christian Bale are re-teaming up for their third movie together. Cool. It's an adaptation of a 2007 book called The Pale Blue Eye. Okay. Uh, it's a murder mystery. It's about a detective. I mean, I'm just going to read the synopsis this is worth checking out so imagine this imagine this christian bale movie a west point academy at west point academy in 1830 the calm of an october evening is shattered by the discovery of a young cadet's body swinging from a rope the next morning an even greater horror comes to light someone has removed the dead man's heart augustus landor this is going to be christian bale who acquired, oh shit, my thing just went sideways. Who acquired some renown in his ears as a New York City police detective is called in to discreetly investigate. It's a baffling case, must pursue in secret, scanner could do reparable damage. Uh, he finds help from an unexpected ally, a moody young cadet with a penchant for drink. Two volumes of poetry to his name and a murky past. That changes from telling to telling. The strange and haunted southern poet for whom Landor develops a fatherly affection is named Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. So Batman and Edgar Allan Poe investigate a murder at West Point in 1830. Are you ready, Drusa Cogburn? Sure. For that. <clears throat> from a director of Out of the Furnace. Yeah. You ready? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah. You seem ready. You look ready. Yeah. You look ready. American Psycho's a detective. I get it. American Psycho detectives with <laughs> young John Cusack. Remember that movie? The Raven? Did you ever see that one? I think so. <laughs> That's a wolf. That movie's a big old wolf. 
The Pale Blue Eye is the name of that one. Is the name of that. Uh, we've talked about this in recent weeks. Netflix getting into the anime game big yep. time. They, they have a adaptation or prequels or sidequels or whatever. That Pacific in- Rim just... One just came out. Pacific Rim, right? And uh, uh, they do a Godzilla one, I think, recently. There's, uh, I think there's a Resident Evil one coming out. They announced a Tomb Raider one. There's a Witcher one. Yes, exactly. So they're really going, especially with the pandemic, animation's easier to get done. They've announced a Terminator anime series. Okay. So here we go. All at Netflix. If you're into animation, into animation, shit. I mean, I'm more Netflix into, is the place to be these days. I'm more into animation than I am the anime style. Sure, but. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, same here. I think. Uh, well, there's still some really cool stuff in there. Well, yeah. I mean, their monsters are fun and the colors are pretty. So I'm sick of that stupid big eye girly face things. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, that's the style. Even, even the dudes look like chicks. The dudes do have a feminine quality to them. Often, it's either dad or they're. Some sort of hulking monster no. type thing. Real um, unattainable body standards, if you ask me. <laughs> Get it together, Japanese animation people. Uh, Jonathan Majors okay. is going back to Lovecraft Country, but cool. not via Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. He will be in a Netflix, what is this, a series or a movie? Uh, Gordon Hemingway in the Realm of Cthulhu. Okay. He's in Talks of Star. It would be... Oh, Spike Lee's going to produce it. Uh, so I guess it's a movie. Variety is reporting this. He will play Gordon Hemingway, uh, a, 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 a roguish black American gunslinger dealing with an ancient evil in East Africa in 1928. Fun. Yes. I'll, I'll watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cthulhu in Africa starring Jonathan Majors. No. Shit, I'm in. Yeah, I'll watch. It's like uh, they did Shaft in Africa, they did Ernest Goes to Africa, and now we got Cthulhu in Africa. It only makes sense. And then uh, eventually, y'all, did Leprechaun ever make it to Africa? I don't think so. No, he, he didn't make it to the hood. He, made it, he went to the hood twice. He couldn't <laughs> get to Africa? Come on. He went to the hood, he went to space, and he went back to the hood. That was weird. Like, why are you going back to the hood? You weren't outer space, dude. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be on Netflix. Gordon Hemingway in the Realm of Cthulhu. So that's a, a a book of some sort, it would seem. Majors, what guy? The, this article points out that he will also be in Marvel's Ant Man three. So hell of a hell of a rise for this guy. Yeah. From Last Black Man in San Francisco was first just time in twenty nineteen. I was about to say first time I saw him, and I was like, you know what? I think this guy. Holy shit, is he gonna blow up? Oh my god! Household name. How did that happen? Well, it helps to have a name like Jonathan Majors. That's a good name. Yeah. Helps have a good name. Poor Chibi Telegi for him. I'm telling you, man, if, if his name was just like Tom Bob, people are like, man, Tom Bob is amazing. Chewie, who? Chewie, what, what'd you for? Even like Keith Stanfield was originally just Keith Stanfield. Yeah, and okay. then he's, all right, I'll put the, the love back on it. It sounds better. It sounds look Keith Stanfield. Yeah. It sounds way better. Okay, here we go. Next story. Oh, my God. Drusa Cogburn. Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. We got a cast. It's okay. happening. Okay. Hugh Grant is going to be the villain. Okay. That's weird. Michelle Rodriguez is in it. Chris Pine is the lead. Uh, I don't know how to say this guy's name. Regine. Regine. R-E-G-E hyphen Jean. It's a French name. Okay. How would you? Regine. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. He's the dude who did all the fucking in Bridgerton. Didn't see it. I'm just saying, but that's how. <laughs> he did so much fucking in that show. People are like, should he be Bond? <laughs> okay. I think he should be James Bond. That's okay. how much fucking he did. Okay. Like, damn. 
so he's also going to be in this, along with uh, our our boy Hugh Grant. I mean, I have a feeling it's going to be a Warcraft situation in terms of quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. Of course, it's gonna no. be, this is going to be bad. Yeah, yeah. They can't just make a good fantasy movie like Lord of the Rings or something of that quality and just be like, oh, let's just call it Dungeons & Dragons. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, it's going to be ridiculous, uh, especially when you think of, I don't know I don't know if this is going to work. Or maybe this is outside-the-box thinking. Who knows? Maybe maybe these guys are nerds enough that this will work. Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, these guys co-wrote the Spider-Man Homecoming, mm-hmm. the first of that trilogy. And they uh, directed that Game Night movie mm-hmm. from a couple years ago. They are writing and directing this, so we'll see. I mean, in all reality, the the, the best way to have done a Dungeons and Dragons what would have been to do like a Jumanji route, but Jumanji already did it twice. That's with true. The Rock. That's true. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They beat him to it. <laughs> they beat him to it. Their own. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, nope. Now they're gonna have to pretend it's all real. It's actually about Dungeons and Dragons, but it's not a Game of Thrones, even though they got there first. Yeah. Uh, well, then forget that movie, Drew. Instead, we are going to be first in line for the Hello Kitty movie. I don't know about that. And it's going to be a live action animation hybrid, best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Garfield. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Jennifer Coyle and Leo Matsuda have been hired to uh, direct this thing for a new line. Uh, plot deeds are scarce, so, so that's a bummer for us. Coyle and Matsuda beat out other directors for the job. Blah, blah, blah. Coyle's previous credits include directing the episodes of Bob's Burgers and the Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, also served as the supervising producer on Harley Quinn. Meanwhile, Matsuda worked as story artist for Wreck-It Ralph, Big, Big Hero 6, and Zootopia. They got a pretty good pedigree mm. working on this Hello Kitty movie. I mean, the Hello Kitty movie... I want to see is written by the guy who did Akira and directed by Takeshi Miyake. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that that's my Hello Kitty. You know what? If we, <laughs> it's it's win the lotto and then we'll make that happen. <laughs> right, we'll just buy all the rights, hire all the people. Like this is what we want. Make it happen. It's the joy of having money. I don't know what that's like. I have no idea what that's like. Nope. Gore Verbinski. He knows what it's like to make money making those goddamn. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movies and shit. His last movie was A Cure for Wellness, 2016. Remember that thing? Mm-hmm. All the eels. Yeah. Oof. $40 million budget for A Cure for Wellness. $26 million box office worldwide. Yeah. Hey. Ooh. Well, um, he has this next project, and it is an adaptation of a George R.R. R. Martin short story okay. called Sand Kings. Sand Kings was released uh, via magazine, and I think it was Omni Magazine, in like 1978. Okay. And then it was put into a short story collection that was titled Sand Kings uh, in the early 80s. Mm. So it is an older George R.R. R. Martin work. Uh, story's interesting. There it is. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Simon Cress collects exotic animals and buys four terrariums full of mysterious bug-like creatures called Sand Kings. They grow to fill whatever space they occupy. They carve likenesses of their human master into sand castles. Uh, but Cress is a giant asshole. Is not satisfied. He begins starving the pets so he can be entertained watching them fight with each other. His mistreatment continues to escalate and things take a dark turn. Okay. There you go. George R. R. Martin's Sand Kings. Directed by the guy who did um, 
the the ring the the ring oh. remake of the, mm-hmm. which is probably I still think that and Drag Me to Hell are my two favorite PG thirteen horror movies. Right? I can't think of any now PG thirteen ones that no. are that are as good as those. No. Come at me, bro, if you disagree. Actually, don't come. I'm tired. Don't, don't come at me. Keep your opinion to yourself. Start your own podcast. And then send me a link to it. And then I'll listen to it. And then I'll be mad at you. And then I'll tweet <laughs> you about it. And you can see how it feels. Uh, no one does that to me. No. no it's, uh... I'm being mad at nothing. Speaking of being mad at nothing, J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. hates trans women. Okay. I, I guess so. I don't know. She refuses to, uh, to say that trans women are women or anything like that. Okay. She's all about like women who menstruate or, you know. Um, Harry Potter video game Hogwarts Legacy mm-hmm. has a character creator uh, feature mm-hmm. and they have a uh, trans feature. So you can make okay. your character transgender. Only reason I brought this up is because it's okay. like, take that, J.K. Rowling. Okay. You know? Uh, so it's like cyberpunk for kids. It's, it's cyberpunk for kids. Uh, yeah, pick your genitals. What do you want your genitals to look like? You want to be big? You want to be beefy? <laughs> you want to be, a hairy little tiny thing? You want to you be an innie and an outie? What do you want going on here? Uh-huh. You want there to be some flappage? Floppage? You want? Can you increase flappage and floppage, respectively? <laughs> I don't think respectively. I think it kind of goes together. Well, no, it depends on the one. One's more uh, flappy. <laughs> one's more floppy. And then one's more floppy. Yeah. So depending on which one you choose, like do you want the do you want, do, you want do, do, do you want the flappy the floppy? You bring you bring back the floppy level, and then it's like, <laughs> but you make it more floppy. And it's like like that. I mean, I, I don't know. And then if you do the flop the floppy level, it's like <laughs> really floppy. It's like oh yeah yeah yeah, but then less floppy. It's like, <laughs> it's like a. It's like it's like a like, a, like an elevator button. Uh-huh. It's like someone it's like someone threw chewing gum in a in a pile of leaves. Yeah. It's like is that what is that <laughs> is that chewed up gum in the middle in, in the middle of that hair pile? <laughs> Those are my options. Yes. <laughs> okay. How about <laughs> how about cavern length? It's up to you. Is that up to me? Can I choose whatever you want? I want I need something deep. The choice is yours, Chris. That's good. That's good to know. Um. So yeah, you can probably do all that stuff in Hogwarts Legacy too. I imagine. Mm-hmm. I I'm just. I'm just. I mean, it. magic, bro. Come on. Yeah, it's magic, guys. It's magic. We're just talking about genitals and magic. The genitals of magic. The magic of genitals. That was uh, a little short film that they showed in my school. <laughs> the magic of genitals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Interesting. I mean, it wasn't in class. The gym teacher showed it to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh huh. And it wasn't a gym teacher. It was a substitute gym teacher. So show me, actually. A, show me on the dollar white chest, you. It was. <laughs> it was just some, some back rubs while while I was. He knew I was getting uncomfortable, so it was like yeah. it's fine, relax. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't so much a substitute gym teacher. I was the the guy who hung out by the pond yeah. around the corner. Yeah. That offered to jerk you off for cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you want a cigarette? Wait. Do the, how did that work? Yeah, I'll jerk you off and I'll give you a cigarette. Okay. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> he, he sounds like a very giving person. Staten Island was a crazy place, man. Let me tell you, it was, a, it was very damaging. Uh, James Gunn addresses the rumor that he almost made a crypto the Superdog movie. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, here we go. Here was the the rumor, someone rumor, rumor, and they added him, which is why he replied, James Gunn's next project will reportedly be focused on crypto to super dog. James Gunn replies, because I've been asked about this a lot, yes, 
I considered Crypto at the same time I considered the Suicide Squad, but haven't talked about it since. So no, this isn't true. And then he reiterates, I'm doing the Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, the HBO show, and then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and then after that he is undecided. But yeah, at one point he was like, eh, maybe I should make a crypto to super dog movie. That's I mean, James Gunn's crypto to super dog, it probably would have been rated R for violence. It, yeah, it would have been, <laughs> been, been a weird fucking, it would have been, it would have been like a little bit of Beethoven, a lot of Cujo, yeah. and some Guardians of the Galaxy mixed it, in. All there. mixed in there, all fucked up and crazy. Yeah. That would have been so much fun. Fucking wacky. One day we'll get a, we'll get crypto somehow. I miss crypto. Remember the days of like crypto being the thing that people talking about regularly? No. <laughs> I got that crippy, bro. <laughs> now it's just like yeah. it's all. It's all. It, it's, yeah. What do and what do crypto stand for? Crypto crypto e- cryptoponics? Don't even know. It's, it's not quite hydro. It's crypto. Uh let's see what we got over here. Uh, we got three more stories. Spider Man, no way home. Oh, this is weird. I don't know. I don't know about this one. Articles positing, is this a weird confirmation of these actors being in Spider-Man No Way Home? But so Twitter was doing this thing where you would at Twitter, like the official at Twitter account, and they would give you your like a a, here. This is what your bio should be. Right. So at Spider-Man movie tweeted, tweeted at Twitter. uh, What do you got for me? And Twitter responded, hashtag Spider-Man No Way Home, starring Tom Holland, Zendaya, Jacob Batalon, that's uh, that fat kid, what's his name, Ned, uh, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield, only in movie theaters this Christmas. So, are, is was that a, are they in on it? Like, is that a weird way to confirm that they're doing the, that these guys, Tom Holland was like, no, they're not in the movie. I feel like Tom Holland come out and saying no means that they are. Well, I mean, it's not like they would tell Tom Holland anyway. Apparently, fucking blabbermouth. I feel like that's all contrived. That that they that he they made that up PR wise. Like you're gonna be the guy to have the buzz going, but like uh, by uh, not telling you anything. Yes, exactly. Like you're gonna be the one to sneak out certain. Oh, you're not supposed to reveal quote this poster. Although it was all part. It's all part of the plan. Yeah. It's all part of the plan. Just as the Incredible Hulk said, it's all part of the plan. Right. Right. Famous Incredible Hulk line. Yeah. Um, Billy Eichner. Speaking of Incredible Hulk, Billy Eichner got uh, a gig. What is it? Let me see here. Oh, get out of here. The rap with your fucking. This is from the rap who's trying to get me to send me uh, notifications. notifications block. Uh, do you want me to sign up for it? Or no. no. I mean, the internet has become an absolute hellscape. Has been, but I mean, even more so than ever. With this, uh, this website wants to send you notifications. We want to know your location. We want to do this. We want to do that. I want to read about how Billy Eichner, uh, for Universal, got himself a job. Was he? He is starring and co-writing in the movie Bros, a romantic comedy uh, that will be directed by what's his name, Nicholas Stoller, who did Neighbors and Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay, so there we go. Uh, a Billy Eichner rom-com should be good. Could be good. Could be really good. Could be bad. Uh, they all could be bad. That's the problem. Any movie could be terrible, right? But what's the potential of being good? Uh, it actually has a little bit. because uh, I guess it depends on how much you like Billy Eichner. Mm-hmm. Do you like Billy? You like, uh, I mean, yeah. Billy on the Street? Billy on the Street's hilarious. Billy on the Street's very funny. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how that one turns out there. I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Oh, shit. I mean, not me. I knocked my thing. 
Uh, Drew Cogman. Chris Crespo. Steven Spielberg. Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Uh, Harrison Ford. Ooh, oh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Um, Air Force One. <laughs> trying to think of it. You got it. You got it. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. We're, we're done. done. That was a good game, though. Mm. That was a good, good head to head battle. Uh, anyway, back to the stories here. Uh, the Duffer Brothers. Mm. And Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. are teaming up together to adapt a Stephen King book. Uh, there's a book called The Talisman, which came out in the early 80s. And it's actually Stephen King co-wrote it with another guy, Peter Straub. And it was a big hit at the time. And since then, 35 years later, people have been trying to make it into anything. A series, a movie, whatever. So finally, it looks like maybe it is happening at Netflix. Okay. At Netflix. And the showrunner will be uh, one of the people. It says here, Curtis Gwynn was a writer and executive producer on Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. So this person will be the showrunner. Duffer Brothers, executive producing. Steven Spielberg, executive producing. He's been, huh? he's been trying to make this thing, it says here, since 1982. Word. Which was two years before the book came out. Like he got the galley and all that and was mm. has been into it since then. It's a story of a boy... Of course, he loves it. It's yeah. the story of a boy who has to travel like across country, where a twelve-year-old boy named Jack Sawyer sets off on an epic road trip in order to save his dying mother's life. He's in search of the talisman, a powerful relic that can not only heal his mother but, as he learns, save the world. Sawyer's journey crisscrosses two realities: the America we know and its dangerous fantasy world twin, the territories. And that sounds like uh, it could go two ways. It could go Steven Spielberg. Or it could go Stephen King. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, it's got potential. It could be, it could be good. But, uh, I mean, I like this <clears throat> resurgence of Stephen King stuff recently over the uh, over years. We got a lot of talk online on Firestarter. Zach Efron's uh, starring in that one. Okay. And uh, people are pretty excited about that. I mean, they're going to play the Prodigy song, right? Firestarter. I'm the Firestarter. Firestarter. Right? Something like that. Huh? Spack my bitch up. Uh, what was up with Prodigy? Why? Why did that? Why was that a thing? Goddamn! Like industrial early two thousands, man. Industrial. That was uh, no more like late nineties, right? I think that was more nineties. Uh, I just know that industrial music was not supposed to be commercialized. No, but it got it, it got commercialized. Yeah, you had yourself your some um, stabbing westward. Yes, uh, sneaker gra- pimps. Oh my god! Why, why, would you, why would you say that to me? Uh, gravity kills. Uh huh. Um, man. And then that goddamn, although it wasn't really industrial, that fucking Hey Man, Nice Shot. Are we finally done with that song? Filter. Are we finally done with that Filter song? I don't think so. I feel like it, just when you think it's gone, finally gone, it pops up in some like trailer or something or in a movie. And like, and non-ironically either. Like someone genuinely thought it was a cool idea to use it. Yeah, that entire Spawn soundtrack is like industrial mixed with electronic, mixed with heavy metal. Yeah, it's like when I was, well, the movie you can see, uh, uh, Eintz, what's it, something new (laughs) Bouton? Whoever those guys were. Skinny puppy. Skinny puppy. Oh man, yeah, skinny puppy. KMFDM. Hell yeah, KMFDM. <laughs> Give me some of that Nihil 
uh, I think I've mentioned this on the show before. I had a KMFDM cassette tape that said it was for their album Nihil, and it said KMFDM Nihil, and I knew that the band was KMFDM, but I was also in fifth grade, so I didn't know what <laughs> nihilism was. So I thought it was KMFDM and NHL. I thought you had to say everything. Yeah, KMFDM and NHL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NHL. Uh, that's the one that had a, a Sister Salvation on it, so that's why I right. No, Juke Join Jezebel. That's why. Yeah. Juke Join Jezebel, coming for my creation. Uh, so that was 90s Industrial Talk with producer <laughs> and Chris. Uh, we'll be back next week with more 90s Industrial Talk as we break down the works of... Who do you want to do? <laughs> I was, was going to say Trent Reznor, but then we'd be here all yeah, week talking about... Um, I mean, we can just talk about Pretty Hate Machine and how it's uh, weirdly poppy. Yeah. It's weirdly poppy. Did you know industrial music started... Uh, I'm not talk about I said the episode's over. I ended the episode. We're not talking about the, any more industrial music for Cinema Crespi, so this is not a crossover. Maybe we should do some more crossovers. Drew uh, Chicago. Chris Crespo. So, I think that's the end of the episode. Okay. So, thank you very much. You're very welcome. I appreciate Sir. it. Sir. And listeners, you are welcome for this week's show. Uh, you get what you deserve, and if you think it was not good, well, just keep that in mind. And we'll be back next week with 427. Oh, my heaven. Oh, I just remember. I, I forgot something that I, I was going to talk about uh, in the media diet, but because I didn't write it down on my list, I forgot to talk forgot. about it. So I'm just going to tease it for next week. Because it's going to work out anyway. The time's going to work out. Uh, I, I rewatched Justice League. Oh, nice. Ahead of the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. So I can tell the difference. So you can properly shit on it. So I know what's going on. Exactly. Uh, so, I'll, I'll, but I'll talk about my Justice League observations next week. Okay. Um, so that's it, guys. We are Dunzo Bunzo. We be back later. Peace out. PFT Media Production.